All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Lap Zero Podcast. We are here today for Lap 44. It's going to be the Lewis Hamilton episode uh, because we don't have any cool NASCAR drivers who drove the 44 for longer than five minutes. So, Harry Labonte. Harry Labonte drove it for three races back in 1972 in the month that was of like 256. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the five was cooler, so was we're just cool. gonna ignore that. So, That's when he got his Iron Man and stuff. Was I mean, I mean, he had to be. Part of it, new forty. And the Kellogg's car, yeah, the one that uh, senior spin uh, spun out at Bristol. That was a good one. Oh yeah, dump dude. Run. The old dump and run from Dale Earnhardt Senior. The Intimidator. Oh yeah, the Intimidator. Anyways, so as you all know, <laughs> there wasn't any NASCAR because you know we've been off for what two weeks now. So we have pretty much the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix to finale for Formula One and. I think that's it for racing right. for this year, to be honest yeah. with you. Is there any other series still running? I'm sure there is. Not like we've got the small races. We got the Chili Bowl coming up. That'll be back in the first of the year, though, right? IMSA, anyway. WEC, all that Tulsa. stuff. Done. Tulsa, and Oklahoma, then, uh, baby. Oh, yeah. We also have the, um, what is the race that's at um, Five Flags? Oh, the, uh, isn't it the Snowball the Winter Classic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Snowball yeah. something, rather. Yeah. That one's cool. That's a good race. Y'all should watch that one for sure. No, the Chili Bowl, go look that up. It is in my home state of Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's inside an indoor little arena deal, and it's a cool little dirt sprint race. Most of the NASCAR guys that are tied to dirt racing, like your boy, uh, Blaney, and uh, all them old school guys. His dad usually races in it. Was it Dale? Dale Blaney? No. What's Dave his name? Blaney. Dave Blaney. Um, come on man we got a dave right here you can't remember St tony stewart usually if he, if he doesn't race in it, he comes and hangs out and um oh uh larson like i said all the dirt dirt guys usually show do you up like getting bits of mud and your nacho Bell? cheese well if you check do out the oklahoma chili bowl come baby. on down i 40 and check us out turn, turn north there and head up to tulsa and see what you can see you got mud in Pretty your eyes and chili fries baby Hey, that is in Stillwater, which is right down the road. Eskimo Joe's has the best chili fries in the state. I'll See? beg to differ. I don't know. I don't yeah, know it's going to come on. You don't know where you're going with that. That sounds good, though, right Eskimo now. Joe's is the bomb. Look it up. Chili fries. But yes, no, Chili Bowl's cool. Uh, I don't think, like I said, Daytona, they'll start doing testing and, and getting ready for the 24-hour there. Uh, that's at the end of January. Is that right, Dave? Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. So uh, Dave will be there for show. For sure. Hopefully rocking a mustache still. Um, of course. And um, I'm going to see. Dave, we'll coming see. at you live from Daytona. Yeah, he has that, that voice when he has the <laughs> mustache. It's just a have to. If you could see it, it'd be nuts, which we may be working on. So, um, now, Dave, and he, he needs to be posting that on the social yeah, media. Yeah, he needs That's to right. take a picture. He looks like a pilot or a fireman. We haven't figured out which. <laughs> I'll save you either way, baby. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, we'll be cruising at altitude. All the ladies will be listening to the podcast. He looks like he belongs right. in the 70s adult, so adult industry. It. <laughs> it's like, Dave, you need on your mic be like, like we have now reached our cruising altitude of 3,500,000 feet. You may now move about the cabin. He's yeah. got that. He'd be that cool and they'd be like, hey, as soon as I get a luggage in the old gas in the old tank, we're going to be heading on out of here as quick as possible. We're going to try to make up some time on the slowdown. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like Freddie Mercury <laughs> with better teeth and not near the money baby 
Yeah, Levi, then there's like an hour and 15 minutes. I know, he's like, again. we're still setting here, as you can see. <laughs> well, uh, we'll try to get out here as soon as possible. If you want to leave the cabin, you better take your stuff with you, because we're not stopping once I get it on. Uh, this is the uh, captain speaking. Uh, we are approximately uh, uh, 20 minutes from uh, the party. Uh, I forgot how to uh, all have that. fly an airplane, so... Uh, Watching YouTube right now. <laughs> between your legs and uh, kiss your ass goodbye because this will be the last time that you ever see the person sitting next to you. Thank you for flying. Tell them have a nice day, buddy. I'm actually reading a 300-page uh, instruction manual right now on how to fly this plane. So <laughs> I'm watching a Three to five business days will be taken off. Uh, <laughs> I am watching Air Force Proud 95. Uh, doing, Does uh, anyone know trigonometry? <laughs> <laughs> if you could, he please come to the hilarious too. <laughs> please come to the cockpit. Thank Does you. anybody see I, if that right flappy thing's moving out the window there? About halfway down, somebody yelled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, Lab 44 <laughs> of the Lab Zero <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Coming to you not so live. Huh? Uh, Anyways. Yeah. They, you so, yeah, we that. had the... Coming yeah. at you from the future. <laughs> from the future. <laughs> so, we had the, uh, what was it, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix? Abu Dhabi yes. Grand Prix? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, grand actually, or Grand? Yas, I should say. Marina. Yas. Yas Marina. Abu Dhabi. Uh, decent track. Um, really crappy Grand Prix in my mind, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, it was but the last there's one so was... much overtaking and fireworks and stuff, man. How can you not love was it? Was it? Uh, here's the deal, guys. In lap 42, we trashed Las Vegas. We did. In lap 43, we trashed Las Vegas, except for the green to checker. We thought it was a pretty good race overall for, for you know, all together. I really wish that was the last race of the season. <laughs> that would have been a really good one, fun one to end on. And that, I man, it won't happen. But... No, we needed a final race for the in it, win it, and bin it. True story. Why it ended the same anyways. <laughs> yeah, right? So how so did you were leading going into the final oh, race. Oh, actually, that's so, true. Yeah, so, off of an audible. We don't even know if that one was legit anyways. I know this isn't true, but for some of you listeners that may or may not make it to the end of our podcast or your first-time listener, we had a competition this year on F1 Racing when they had a weekend coming up, and we would try to pick some people for in it, win it, been it. Um, one point for it. each of them. And, uh, yeah, Dave doesn't – Dave – and his mustache does not want to talk about it. I don't want to talk uh, about it. Yeah, he didn't really make the grade. Okay, it he sucked. he yeah he was in a Williams at the first of the season for sure. Haas at the end of the season, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. wasn't good at all. He didn't improve much. No, he didn't. Um, stayed about the same. But yeah, no. So we had a three way tie between Norman, uh, Antonio, and myself. And we don't know how we're going to tie break that. We're going to, I think, just chalk it up to the first season, I, I would say, and uh, let that go. Really, Antonio should be in it. I mean, technically, hey, if we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Hey, um, now. Norman let him in. the correct person. And then we got yeah. a three, three-way three tie for the Who reason. Who had the most winnets? Oh, I don't know. That's the problem. Well, is Perez we like... really ruined it for us all. Well, because if Perez would have not let Leclerc buy at Las Vegas, I would have won the whole damn thing. Oh, well, Leclerc wow. gave it back to him at the end of the Abu Dhabi. <laughs> 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 I mean, not technically, but on track. Me. But yeah. If Danny Ricardo didn't uh, break his hand, I would have won story. it. Because true it story. set into motion a series of chaotic events. It threw <laughs> off the space-time continuum. <laughs> and I oh. lost my place. 
And if it had not changed, my picks would have won. And the only reason he wrecked is because the guy that took his position at McLaren spun out in front of him. And it he was just all like, a conspiracy against me. I know it. They're it was watching. crazy. They had to work together. Two teams, a whole F1 organization. Yeah. Always All I have to say is I came back from nowhere, too, to somehow tie. Yeah, I was at the top all season, kind of flopped at the end. I'm not going to lie. It was a shit. You just wait for next season. I'm coming. I know I was a little bit behind McLaren, but I did pull a McLaren this year. I looked like total crap to start the season, and then somehow came back and looked like something. I'm in it. I was Ferrari. I was winning and threw it away as usual. Yeah. Tough year for a Ferrari fan. Yeah, right. Down to the last race. There was so much hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All you had to do was score one point. I know. I was like, of course. I was like, I can't even get the in pick this week. I would have got the the win pick. You know what's funny, though? No, you know what's even better? I would have got the win pick if Perez didn't get a penalty. Because he literally finished. Actually, I guess Leclerc probably wouldn't let him buy it. But he did get second, to be fair. He did technically on paper. I won, but I didn't because of the penalty. Yeah. So you know what? I got Michael Massey. That's really what it comes down to. Oh. You wanted a Michael uh, Massey championship? Well, you got it. You got it. That's what you get. <laughs> I scammed a point, then got scammed of one, and now we're all tied. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of someone who didn't tie a damn soul, and that was Max, did it again, right? Just killed cannot it. Cannot believe it, man. Like, had a dominant weekend again. I've gone to run through a few stats. These are going to get boring, but you just got to set through them, all right? But these are all records that Verstappen beat and, and broke oh, for F1 history. Oh, I saw history. this. It was ridiculous. Highest percentage of wins in a season, most wins in a season, most points in a season, most consecutive wins in a season, most podiums in a season, most laps led, highest percentage of laps led, most consecutive wins from pole, most wins from pole in a season, biggest points gap between first and second in standings, which if we remember, that's his, his teammate. Red Bull, most consecutive races as championship leader, most consecutive points scored, most consecutive top two finishes, most hat tricks in a season. For you hockey fans, that's three in a row. Uh, Non-hockey fans, I I might say. Most pit stops by the winning driver in one race. How many hat tricks in a row did he get? I don't know. Only driver to win three times in one country. All those are stats. All those are... St- that's enough, dude. You don't need more stats than that. Jimmy, Christmas, that was crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I know that was kind of boring. Thank you for setting through it, but it was just crazy. Also, crazy what Also, since we're talking about craziness, this is the first year in Formula 1 for in how many years that the British National Anthem was never played. Yeah. Yeah, right? thank God. I was sick and tired of hearing that shit. <laughs> and I think, what was it? Was it Carlos Sainz, the only one that wasn't a Red Bull to win a... Grand Prix this season is that right? Yeah, yeah. For you know, there's a funny, there's another stat out there. The only time that, or the only team that's broken up a team from winning every race. So like you know, McLaren back, I don't remember what year it was. Won 15 out of 16 races. Guess who won the other race? Ferrari. <laughs> so every they're year just that I- they're just here to shit on you <laughs> at all times, and it's not doesn't mean it's a good way. Like sometimes they're shitting on themselves, but. If anyone's yeah. going to ruin your day, it's going to be Ferrari. <laughs> and the worst part of it is, you know, yep. Max is good. Don't get me wrong. He is. Like, I think he'll go down as one of the greatest. Uh, there's been other drivers that have had this domin- like domination, but not like this domination. And for his teammate to not be right behind him. We've talked about that before. Like, Hamilton did so good for so long in the, what was it, W13? 
13. Is that the car that he did so well in? Anyways, whatever their Mercedes was. was, Yeah, 12. That he did so well in. It was just built really well. And Botas was like right there with him the whole time where Max's teammate just, there was a gap there. And I don't know if that's due to Perez just falling off or, or too much pressure, but it just seemed like he was just dominant over the whole thing. But the bad thing is, uh, Sunday we retired the RB19, which is the Red Bull car that has done all this. Um, speaking of a little few stats here, 21 wins, 14 pole positions, five sprint victories, 30 podiums, 11 of the 23 fastest laps, 860 points altogether. Like that car will go down as one of the best built cars, I think, in F1 history. Yeah. And That's I will crazy. own one. It will be a one like 30 second scale probably, or maybe like a one sixteen scale, but I will own one um, because crazy. that is... That's just a crazy car, dude. Yeah. Anyways, I'll quit boring people with stats, but those few really did blow my mind about Red Bull and their dominance this year. And the fact that he didn't DNF a single race. Right? The fact that he was flawless every week to show something. Like, he he truly, truly flawless. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, raced every lap. Never, Never missed a lap, I don't think, you know? Like, all season long. That's crazy. Because you have people that dominate, but for some reason, somebody throws it in and wrecks them out. Or whatever the case may be, but it's like, how do you I mean, how do you how do you say it? You know, how do you uh, maybe the greatest performance in Formula One ever, and well, definitely, but ever, but ever going forward, like I don't, something's got to change. Like Formula One's gonna not let that happen again, somehow. Well, they're already talking about changes to twenty twenty four, and then in twenty twenty six, everything just gets blocked to them. It is going to change because, like, he, he just Wood got to say, yeah, yeah, the, the changing of engines and then changing of complete car engine packages and all that stuff. But the bad thing about it is, you know, that was already set into motion, I think, before all this happened, too. But the problem with this is, for me, being a Red Bull fan now, you know, Max getting behind the guy, um, due to my wife, not because I'm a, just jumping on the old bandwagon, but... Um, jumping on the bandwagon, just blame his wife. Yeah, I am, actually, and thanks for uh, my wife, Missy, for taking that slack. So, uh, now, looking at it, it really stinks for me because Hamilton and Mercedes fans got to do it for like six, almost six, seven straight years, you know, with Nico and Hamilton just dominate, 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 same car, just killing it, and it's like Max finally does it, he only gets about one or two years, and then they change, start changing things, which... It's just the times, you know, it's not like they did it on purpose, I don't think, just for him specifically. But it's kind of frustrating that Hamilton had the dominant car where he had a podium pretty much every week. Like, here it is, all you gotta do is go out there and get it. And then he made that into a first place position and championships. Because I'm not going to say he didn't run it for his championships, but it's a lot easier when you got the best car in the field. But you also got to look at it this way. And Heinz... We'll see in 2026 because hindsight will be 20. But Red Bull has was still dominant in the year. They're already focused on next year's car. You know, if they dominate again next year, they can already start focusing on 2025. And how much of that research and stuff are they already putting in with Ford developing their new power unit? See, so, I think- yeah, I think that's going to be a big test for them switching power units. They've been with Honda for a long time. They know what to tell that company to get out what they're wanting. And there's communication stuff that's going to have to be built. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. They know how to build some damn race engines. 
that's not going to be a problem. But there is a communication, a vibe that you get with a company yeah. and people from that company. So well, I'd like to see how that, that's going to be crazy going forward, but I think they got the right driver in the seat. I know Antonio would like to say that his Ferrari boys are where it's at, but I don't, I don't think either of those guys, hand, you know, hold a candle, man. Max is yeah. just really good right now. And I don't I see it that, going anywhere for a couple of years. I think a difference that you saw at the end of Mercedes' run is you saw Matt and Ferrari starting to challenge them. So they couldn't put in the effort that I don't I don't see next year Red Bull dropping off. We might start seeing someone catch up a little bit to them. You know, but if they're able to dominate, maybe not as good as they did this year, but a little bit, you know, then they can put a little bit more effort into twenty twenty five. And keep that gap so when it comes 2026, they'll have the ability to gap like that, and Mercedes did not. Well, let's see what Mercedes can do, because if you remember, they've started the season with no side pod. They thought that was the answer, and they went about, what, six, eight races in before they chunked that out the window and then had to start all new research for the side pod, which is the main part of the car. I mean, it's a big part of the car. Ferrari, I think, knocked it out of the park with that side pod besides Red Bull at the first of the season, and a lot of people copied what Ferrari did. Oh, if we're not mistaken, also Mercedes has said they're throwing this car in the trash. Or trash yeah, again. It's a, they're, they're already catching fire out there. It's a Viking funeral for those things. I don't, I just, I just, I don't see them being able to be the one that makes a run if they're going to redesign a whole car in the offseason. <laughs> you never know. They've surprised, us, they've surprised us before with their engineering. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they could do it again. I am. Um, yeah, no, I think the uh, the dominance was pretty crazy this season. I can't lie. Like, it's arguably, it was, now, I don't think anybody's more impressive than anybody, but I think in a sense of a car, uh, dominant car and driver pairing, like, I, I almost think this was crazier than, like, a Schumacher or crazier than a Hamilton, like, doc, like, like domination period. It was just unreal. Like, they just, flawless from both of them, both the team and the driver, like, did they even have a bad pit stop like all year? Did they even have Max didn't have a race ruse off? Like <clears throat> it was crazy. Um, now I know Ferrari back in the day was, you know, finishing minutes ahead of people and crazy stuff like that. But that honestly goes to, if anything, to praise Max more because it goes to show you, you know, he still has to be perfect every lap to drive away. I mean, Perez is a prime example that it's not, I mean, yeah, it is the, the car, the car is unreal. Don't get me wrong, but he still got to know how to drive the thing. Um, yeah. Totally. At the end of the day, right? So, I thought it was uh, huge for them. Yeah, when he that I forgot what race it was, and y'all might be able to tell me. But when he called in, he's leading, and he's like, "Who's got the fastest lap?" And they're like, "We don't need that today, or whatever, you know." And he's on used tires, and he still goes out there and almost spins out one lap, and then puts down the fastest lap like the very last lap of the race. Like, why? One, one, the hell are you doing that? But two. Like it was, it was neat to see somebody on used tires was still dominating the field on a car. That, That's you know, Saudi Arabia. I think so. It might have been. It was, it was one of those, and it was just a hot track. I remember that, you know, and it was very dangerous for him to be doing that um, at the time. And it's just like something you put up with. He has to be the best. You know, I gotta say, after the towards the end of the season, when it was kind of like we're seeing that he's going to win pretty much if he just stays in it, he did get a little smarter with that kind of stuff, but. At the first of the season, he was pushing, like pushing, dude. I want to say, yeah, I think it was Saudi Arabia because we had a big, long discussion on that, and we all bet that he was going to bend it in the race and it was going to cause him a lot of issues, and it never came to fruition. Yeah, and 
in that last race there, the Abu Dhabi one, um, I forgot when it was, but you know, they were showing. I, I really did like the way that the media or the the F one or what do you want to say the F one TV or whatever it is, Sky Sports. They were showing a lot of the battles that was still going on. They weren't just going to Max all the time. It was kind of like, look, we know he's leading. We'll go up and show his car and then come back. What pissed me off is there was actually a good race, and I forgot who it was against who. But it was like getting down to it. It was for like some of the last points or might have been signed. Oh, was it Alonzo and Sonoda? I, maybe it was, two yeah. To go? And like they're showing them racing, showing them racing. And then it's like, oh, we need to go back to Max for that last. And I was screaming in my living room. I'm like, no, like that's a good race against oh, old the dude, the young lap? guy. Yes. And then. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Alonzo was passing Sonoda and then Hamilton passed him too. Yeah. yeah and then Hamilton. For both passes. I was just like. And then oh, Hamilton like blew the corner, I think. That was it. Hamilton blew the corner. He overbroke. He just broke break way too late on the tires, and then uh, Yuki went back under him. But anyways, it was good racing. It was really frustrating me. I was like, y'all were doing so good about showing the people who we were actually racing for position. Um, you know, in the in the championship, which was like Hamilton, Alonso, Leclerc, you know, all those guys. Um, Norris. I mean, that's crazy. You can go twenty three races, have a guy up there with five hundred seventy five points at max at the end of the season, and the next guy is two eighty five. But then, like, fourth through seventh is six points apart. Alonzo, 206, Leclerc, 206, Norris, 205, and Sainz, 200. Like, that's crazy, you know? Man, shout out to Alonzo hanging in there with arguably the shittiest out of those four cars. Like, he, yeah. their car just fell off a cliff, and he's, oh, like, man. still hanging in there. Like, look at his teammate. His teammate, well, I don't get me wrong. His moments is, mo- moments of brilliance, like at Vegas, where he went from, you know, whatever the hell it was, like 16th to 5th, but... Still, I mean, like, look at his teammate in comparison. He's finishing like outside of the freaking points most of the time. And teammate was Alonso 150 still points, there. over 150 points behind him. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah it's oh, huge. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, I think the biggest disappointment this year, you could, you know, you could say that the biggest disappointment in, in a team, anyways, if we moved to the teams, would be, you know, Haas down there. But I mean, the biggest disappointment was mine was Alpine, honestly. Alpine looked really, really good last year. They seemed to find some straight line speed, especially at like Miami and stuff. They were really blowing people's minds, and it seemed like they were on the right track with that car. And yeah, they still ended up sixth, but I don't know. I really wanted more out of AlphaTauri, but like Alpine, I thought was really going to be knocking up there for like fourth, and they really fell off down there in sixth at 120 points for the team. The next one up's 280 with Aston Martin. I mean, they were just not there. And they were in no man's land most of the season, points wise, anyways. It was really frustrating. But well, I have one Alpha. question. Yeah. I got a question. Are you just trying to like put a knife in my back or trying to make me feel better with giving Haas 129 points and putting it in sixth place? Yeah, I know. I put a nine on there and the little <laughs> notes we got. There you go. It's gone. Um, oh. oh. But, yeah, they got 12 points as a team. That's, that's them and uh, Alfa Romeo with 16. I mean, you got to kind of get up there. <laughs> you gotta give more points than that um but then you got alpatari <laughs> who had three different drivers and they could only come up with 28 so um anyway shout out to danny sounds like he'll be back next year i really think we need to find a place for liam lawson if you ask me i know there's some other guys you guys are always talking about all the guys and they did get to come uh come in there for uh free practice one uh we had a lot of uh f f2 f3 guys um there for fp1 i don't know if you guys knew any of them or anything like that but it was uh it was a good showing good showing by the young guys 
I gotta give a I gotta give a shout out to Mercedes for being able to take second in the championship with George Russell having five DNFs this season. Yeah, right. Rough and season. Russell Looked good finished, towards the end. Yeah, and he finished eighth in the standing. Like overall, that's crazy that Mercedes was able to get second. Like we slept on Lewis. I think that's what that shows me is that we slept on Lewis a little bit. Like, dude's still really good. Yeah, score and the, points. And it was like I was saying to your point, man. The the car stank <laughs> first yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, they were fighting to find anything with that car. But he, but he still yeah. scored enough to get it, you know, cleared up. So for I, I, sure. I think before we move into the the next topic that you got on our list, um, let's kind of go over where we think and who we think might be let go and where we think some other drivers maybe move, like the silly season. What what some silly season predictions? Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know if there will be that much movement. Um, I, I Logan Sargent, the way they were talking on the radio at the end of the race, they were like, you know, can't wait to do this over and over again, or I forgot how they put it. There was something that kind of led me to believe that Williams is going to stick with him at least another year. I think it was a good showing at Vegas, even though he didn't race well. He did qualify well. The car showed up there. He did show some promise. He finished some races, which is kind of what we were wanting him to do. <laughs> I know that's bad to say, but baby steps. I mean, and, and that team is going places. Albon was showing up in that car. I thought he did well in qualifying at Abu Dhabi. Yeah. No, he looked really, really well. Um, and and I just don't see anything going there. I think next on my list has to be the Alpine team and Gasly. Gasly's just not, I don't know. Ocon has these, you know, races where it seems like he's in it. You know what I mean? And he's really making moves. Gasly, like like the last race, he qualified well and he just fell back. Like he doesn't ever show what I need to see on a like a race full race basis. But I hate to be he this sucks. way. Yeah, anybody's gonna move, and I'm afraid it may be the Stroll boy because Lawrence has been really putting it out there, selling the team, moving the team, doing this with the team. And I'm afraid if he leaves, I don't think Lance sticks around much longer. And yeah, I think it's the is, exact opposite. I think Lance says he's done and Daddy sell. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I he showed it's what you it's what have you done for me lately? And I think that's mm. kind of how he feels. I think he really had a couple bad races and he was ready to give it up. And then lately he's actually shown some speed. The car, not really the car itself, but he's done a little better. And I think it might keep him around for a little bit, but that's just me personally. But if you look at the top guys, nobody's going anywhere. Max and Sergio, you know, there's a lot of talk on Perez. I don't know. Do you guys think Perez is going to go anywhere for the next season? I don't. Cause I don't think. I don't think they're going to risk bringing in Liam Lawson to replace him to to start the Max Liam Lawson rivalry. See, the only way I could see this happening, and this may be a pipe dream or or just wild talk, but Danny wild showed, talk. yeah, right. Danny showed really good speed on the simulator, um, and he went and tested that car, and that was kind of why they put him back in the other one. So there was something they saw that they liked. So what I was thinking is bring Danny up with Max and just tell him, look, this is a one-year deal. We just need you to tell us what you think of the car and help Max out any way you can. 
Uh, Liam Lawson comes back into the AlphaTauri team where he's comfortable. And once they change the cars to 2026 and the cars change with the engine change, then you move him up, move Danny back to reserve or out. And then you fill the AlphaTauri Danny in the car for two years, 2024 and 2025. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, sorry, 2024, 2025, and then 2026. You know, in 26, go ahead and give him the boot because you need somebody in there to learn that car because that's the car they're going to stick with for a few years. But I don't know. that. Like I said, that's a pipe dream. I'm a Danny fan. I would love to see him get another chance. He should have never left. We all know that. I think hindsight, he could probably tell you the same thing. If he just would have stayed there and took a little backseat to Max, he'd probably be second overall in the championships for years and years and would have had a great time. But just didn't. He had to leave. I don't know why. I don't see them. If you say happens, they would have to release Perez. I just don't think that Danny idea is that great on in their minds as keeping a Perez. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's shown speed in the car for sure, and he's already there, and everything's kind of settled. And and Danny's not a bad pick for Alfatari. He can him and Yuki seem to be getting along, and that's I think that's kind of a, a big deal because I don't think Yuki's a weird dude, but Danny's kind of a weird dude too. So he knows how to get along with people. He's mature. Maybe he'll bring some maturity to Yuki because I think he needs it. Um. But yeah, moving on, I think Alfa Romeo's got to do something, but what do they do? You know, I don't know if it's their car or what, but well, I think Botas is floating. And Alfa Romeo's gone. They're moving to Haas. Um, so they're going back to, what is their original name? I have no clue. It's yeah. not Sauber, no. Yeah, I think it is, is a it? Sauber team. Yeah, Sauber. it's a Sauber team. Um, so Alfa Romeo is now... I'm 100% sure on this, what I'm going to say. They're moving to Haas, so it's going to be Alfa Romeo Haas racing now. Because so it's Alfa... the second Haas team? No. Alfa Romeo Haas is what Haas is going to become. Haas... So Sauber's still going to be around with Botas and yes. Joe, as far as we know. Yes. But it just won't be Alfa Romeo anymore. No, it won't. They're... So that car's changing engine manufacturer. Hmm. Um, and so, um, they cannot take the Alfa Romeo name because Alfa Romeo is owned by Ferrari. Yeah. So I guess now technically Haas is going to be the number two Ferrari team, which might mean that Haas can get lucky and get a little bit more money. No, that ain't going to happen. No, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. Um, they're broke as a joke. So, but yeah, um, Antonio had to step away, unfortunately, but I'm going to move on to, uh, <laughs> I saw a cool little, little stat down here. Driver damage totals. Um, Dave, are you looking at this right now? Cause if you aren't, I want to ask you some questions. Don't look at it. If you're not looking okay, at I'm it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. Go. Okay. <clears throat> so unfortunately, I'm sure you already know who the to- the top one is. I don't know if you read it or not before we started, but, um, what's your guess? If you were to guess, if you don't already know, if you already know, it's fine. That this is a driver damage totals for the season of 2023. Damage totals? What does that mean? Like total damage for total the team, money, like money wise. Money wise. Money cost on cars. And who had the most damage? Yeah, who had the most money wise? Yes, sir. Hmm. Because, uh... like, Leclerc had that wing that like flopped around. You know what I'm saying? So that was some. You know what I mean? That was yeah, some damage. It maybe... wasn't a totaled car, but. 
Uh, Red Bull? No, I'm talking drivers. Give me a drivers. We're breaking it down driver-wise. Uh, Checo. Checo? Wow, no. Got to go way down the list for Checo, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't no, know. he's three. Oh, he's third. Okay, I went right over him. Sorry, I just yes. went for most expensive car and most Yeah, so Perez was third, actually, okay, on this so list. So who was it? I don't know. Um, USA, baby. Uh, Logan Sargent. Oh, my God, dude. This guy. Yeah, he won Get something. There. So he was 21st in the points, overall 22 drivers. Nick DeVries got zero points. He got one, okay? So Logan Sargent got one point, and that one point cost Williams. $4.33 million alone. And how much ever Sign- Rennie had in that chair that he stole from the um, Marshall at uh, yeah. the Netherlands. True that, where he's just like, I ain't going back. <laughs> I ain't going back. I'm sat here all day. Um, and then uh, second on that list is Signs, actually, with Ferrari at 3.64. But Do we need an Checo track tri- there for Las Vegas? Yeah, right. There, that might be a skewed number. He may go down the list some if they win the lawsuit that they may or may not have with the F1 and the track for busting his car all the hell and giving him a whole new engine. Um, but yeah, Sergio Perez at $3.22 million got third. Then it was Ocon, Stroll, and then Albon. So the Williams topped the list pretty good with the most spent, and I think they were one of those that made some of the least money for the season, unfortunately. That sucks. Well, Williams is one of the old teams, though. Uh, when you go and look into it and dig into it, it's going retro, where it's going back to teams will get paid by where they are in the standings, but it's going to take a long time to get there. Hands down, Ferrari gets the most money, whether they win or lose every season because they're the oldest team and they've been around and haven't left. But Mercedes and Williams is right there with them. Don't let them lie to you. Uh, Williams is still getting paid a pretty good check, but not 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 great. Um, they're still to fight for all their dollars, but... Going backwards on the list, actually, and this is kind of cool. Um, Max was least three hundred forty-five thousand is all he cost in total cost of like what he damaged on the cars. Um, Russell was the least after him at six seventy, which I think that was kind of cool. Like you said, what he had six DNFs or whatever it was. Uh, Russell for the season, and only didn't he didn't cost him too much money. So I don't know if that was from just. Weird stuff happening, or whatever the case may be. But Botas was really good too, and Alonzo was really good with that numbers. But it really blew my mind that Logan Sargent was up there with Albon, you know, in the top five or six. That's not a good look for Williams, you know. If you're going to win a lot, like Signs, right? Signs did pretty good this season. He was up there punching for some points in the points, the leadership or leader uh, board. He won a race. I know it ain't worth three point six four million that he spent in damages, but at least he did something, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyways, a little neat, interesting, interesting stat. Yes, sir. I thought, I thought as far as seasons go, it was we learned a lot. <laughs> That's all I can say. You could say the truth. Your honest truth. It was a boring season. It was at times boring. Yes, unfortunately, it wasn't. For me, I'll agree with you, but I don't think it was from the max domination. It was just, man, it was, there were some teams that were good and some teams that were bad. That was just, it was, there was a big break. There was no yeah. smearing in the middle for right. a lot of the season. And it seems like when teams like fell off or figured it out, it wasn't like they like started battling the car in front of you. They just passed them and were better than them. 
yeah, and the next race somebody else's turn, and then the next yeah. race a couple of guys turn, and the McLaren's like, okay, so I'll just ask you guys, who do you think was like the most improved? We'll say of the season from beginning to end, and if it was me, it would be McLaren. Yeah, uh, their car was car was crap last year. Unfortunately, they did. I want to try to start a debate, but I can't because I have to say McLaren. I think it's just too okay. obvious. It is, but man, Mercedes on if you if you talk about total like who got better over the season, then yes, McLaren, of course. But like Mercedes, where if you're looking at projected where they should finish and how they started and then tried to come back to where they thought they were gonna finish, I think Mercedes probably wins it because man, they started off so bad compared to what everybody thought, you know what I yeah. mean? Everybody had big hopes. They were supposed to be punching Red Bulls, you know, for podiums and shoot, they were nowhere close for a good six to eight races. So they did a really good job. Williams, again, I mean, there's another one. They did find some speed. So we'll see what next year brings. I think if we had to talk about the most disappointing team, I think it has to be Haas. Yeah, yes and no, right? I don't think any of us sitting here could tell you that they thought Haas was going to be mid-pack. I I don't, me personally. I didn't see them being the caboose this easy. Yeah, and no shot at and no no shot at Caboose himself. Yeah, um, the man, the myth, the legend. I, I was still expecting like eight, maybe seven, if we got lucky. Uh, but you know, I was, I'm still looking to see you know Williams and Alfa Romeo or Alfa Tauri finishing behind them. Not you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They need help, bro. <laughs> and I know it's... I don't think it's as... Go ahead. I don't think it's as financial as it used to be, uh, fortunately. I mean, that used to be their biggest downfall is they just didn't have good sponsors. They didn't have good money. Uh, MoneyGram, I know it's not used in the U.S. much, but it's used all over the world. It's a big sponsor. It sounds like they're on board with them and they don't mind them and they kind of like them, which, I mean, hell, <laughs> we've already been down this road, haven't we, Rich Energy? <laughs> it may just all fall apart. Um you could do a whole special of a rich energy in that weirdo. But, um, yeah, that whole debacle I mean, uh, that they were part of. Good paint jobs, though. Good paint jobs on the rich energy cars. I mean. Yeah, yeah that Gary, was Gary good. Player special, bringing it back. It was sexy. But, yeah, the, no, the whole situation wasn't. But, anyways, yes, I think money is lots better for them now. They've got Ferrari kind of backing them a little more, it seems like, um, with the engines and that kind of stuff. And, like you said, they're going to become the secondary kind of team to Ferrari. So I'm hoping a little bit of the paperwork gets, oh, we dropped off your three new engines and don't mind those couple of file folders on top with all this information that you can use in your car. Um, yeah. Or maybe they just need to get better photographers and make a white Ferrari. Instead of the pink Mercedes, you know? Oh, yeah. Pull a little Lance Stroll. Lawrence Stroll. Um, I do have to say, most surprised, and I know it wasn't on Albon, would be Williams. Uh, I know they were only three points ahead of Alpha Tauri, but finishing seventh overall, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I Yeah, no. Like, if Logan would have shown up and been able to punch half of what he did to Albon, they, they easily finished seventh. Yeah, and that's frustrating. I, I, we saw... We saw some... He, he turned it up a little bit. I don't want to put too much behind it because there's only like three races there at the end of the season, but he did turn around a little bit and look a little better. So 
I'm hoping that I'm hoping that carries over to next year, so we can have us our USA driver, um, even if he's on a USA team. But uh, yeah, we got to see another US guy out there. Well, US guy team, you know, Pato Award got a little chance about spun out the old McLaren there in FP1. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, um, you know, doing a little doing a little drifting. No doing big deal. Drifting. No big Don't deal. worry about it. Got it. Speaking got it. It's of not as much horsepower. Freaking Lando's freaking drift and qualifying. Yeah, he about shit whipped that thing, dude. He had that thing sideways. Straight NASCAR out of the pit style. I, yeah, I, I, I thought he was done. I don't know how he brought that car back under him. Oh, and by the way, just touching on it, talking about pits, there were so many pit infringements, and I guess it was over some like safety glasses the guys weren't wearing or something. Anyways, they ended up dropping all of them because they changed the ruling or something. Anyways, it was something goofy. But like halfway through the race, it just started going pit infringement, pit infringement for, you know, car one, car 11, car 44. I mean, it's just crazy. Almost all of them got it. Supposedly they but didn't have their visors down while they were doing the pit stop. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. Used to, you were lucky they were wearing pants. I mean, these dudes were wild. They were going out there like no other. They didn't care. <laughs> Shorts and t-shirts, getting it done. That's funny, dude. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> we are uh, talking about next year, doing a little bit different. This is usually about the time we do the old in it, win it, bin it. So I figured we'd just talk a little bit. But uh, um, we're going to do some different on the point systems and stuff like that. So we'll throw that out there and... Uh, Hopefully it'll be easier to kind of keep up with. Hopefully it won't be all a max show, and uh, that'll be fun too. Um, yeah, are we going to hold on because we don't know? We're going to hold on to the everyone's open except Max next year. I'd say it's wide open for the first five races. We'll just make that ruling right now that that it'll be wide open or four races, four races I should say. That way, if somebody wants to pick Max, everybody gets a point till we figure it out. But yeah, uh, I agree. Just, that's just me. Everybody gets a freebie. Get on the board so Dave can get on the board a little quicker and keep up. Max to win. <laughs> uh, Max to win. I got it first. I was last uh, last year. I got it first this year. Does, does Dave get to start the season off next season since he was last place? I don't know. It all depends yes. on how we do it. Yes. Um, yes. Because I've, th yes. I've thought about a few different ways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think about... alphabetically he's the best. Just, a just bullshit. Yeah. And you would still be second, dickhead. Shut up. Whatever. Dude, it don't even matter first. if we go first or last name. You still screw everybody over all that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've also thought about, and I'm going to throw this out to you guys when nobody else is listening, but, you know, the draft, you know, where you got so much, so every driver's worth so much money or so many points and you can only pick so many and, you know what I mean, all that stuff. But if it was Max, it would still be dominating as fuck. So um, we're not going to do that. Yeah. But, Anyways, good times. Yeah. Uh, 44 laps in the book. And if you've been listening for even an episode, I appreciate you. And we all love you, for sure. A lot. It was our first race season over with. Um, shed a tear, drink a beer. You know? It was good time. Good time. Um, we will be kind of taking a break. I think what one week is that kind of what we talked yeah. about? Uh, we'll yeah, be back probably in a one weeks. week. Uh, then we'll be back. And then we'll probably take a holiday break again. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, keep looking out. Uh, we'll still drop them um, wherever you listen to us now. Uh, keep on listening for sure. We are not going to quit for the off season. We'll have some specials we're trying to roll out. Um, stuff we've been talking about all damn season. Say we're oh we're going to do a special about that. Now's the time, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. We're gonna, I got we're plenty of ideas. There you go. Days full of ideas. Antonio just wants to talk about Ferrari some more because he didn't get too much. Yeah. <laughs> Norman's wanting to talk about some uh, Haas, which we're not going to let him. And, I really don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we might throw some NASCAR stuff out there for sure because there's a lot of cool stuff in the history of NASCAR we haven't talked about. What about uh, Joey Logano? Yeah. <laughs> Joey Logano! <laughs> yeah, baby. I got to find me a driver, so we're going to try to figure that. Hey, in the Discord, if you want me to have one of your drivers, tell me who it is, and I will go for them 110%. I'll buy a hat, a T-shirt, drink some beer, <laughs> and uh, watch the race. I would just be behind them. Y'all are going to give me somebody shit, too. I know it. I know you're going to give me somebody shit. But it's all good, dude. I, don't have a, I was a hey, Buckshot Jones fan. I don't have a driver either, so. Someone put someone yeah. in something in general chat right now, actually. They were listening live. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh -huh. go delete that. I can't do it. Somebody else. Like, <laughs> this man on. puts Ryan Blaney. <laughs> nah, somebody else. Give me somebody weird. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Just make sure they race most of the season because I don't want them on board said head, which is cool and all, but he always shows up <laughs> like one race. Um, but yeah, now nah, good times for sure. Um, good times had by all. But appreciate you. We all love you for sure. Um, yeah. Team Goon Squad is still probably our main, uh, I wouldn't say sponsor, because, you know, it's just kind of a our friendship buddy. deal. It's, it's the best it's a buddy of the podcast. not a friendship. Sure. It's a partnership. partnership. Yeah. Well, it's a friendship. I'd say it's a friendship. It's not a sponsorship. Norman, Norman says you're not friends, <laughs> Mr. East, but I'm friends with you, <laughs> Mr. James, and all the team over at Team Goon Squad, teamgoonsquad.com. Um, well, I hope when James comes guys. out to Road Atlanta next weekend to see me race. Yeah, Road Atlanta. Um, we will have some more people on next week, hope or next season uh, for interviews. We'll maybe doing them in the off season. Hell, who knows? It's wide open. Whatever you want to see, hit us up. If you want to see something crazy, put it in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get in the Discord. Put something crazy in there. I'll talk about it. You want to talk about aliens? I'll do that. Watch me. I don't care. It's our podcast. We do aliens are like illegal immigrants. Yeah. Both. <laughs> Both. Whatever you want to talk about, I'll talk about everything. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, and, and technically the ones from space are illegal. Yeah, that's right. Immigrants. They're yeah. not. Oh, true. Or not, you know. That, that's a good catch. So. I didn't we talk about, about We should talk about sports betting. We could talk about sports betting, which ties into F1 a lot now, I'm sure, since they've been to Vegas, and it sounds like they're going back a lot. Um, yeah. Miami's probably got some money in that, I would say. There's a lot of Miami flying, money flying around. But anyways, uh, anything else on lap 44 or the racing season from you fellas? No, Join our Discord or social media and enjoy your um, time in the offseason as we all start to get the shakes and freak out about there's no more racing. Um, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, all that good stuff. We will be, um, like I said, see going back at Christmas. you in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see you before Christmas. Uh, but Merry Christmas anyways, but I will say it again before yes. then. Uh, hopefully, if you uh, are in the uh, country of the U.S., you'll be having your Thanksgiving this uh, last weekend before this podcast came out. So hopefully you're not overstuffed like I am, and you can still move as a regular human being. But uh, <laughs> hopefully you ate your pie and had a good time. And uh, eat the leftovers, bro. Leftover turkey, man. That's the best, I mean, dude. I put a little barbecue, a little head country barbecue mm. on there, or some uh, sweet baby rays, honey. Stop and it. then put it between two pieces of bread. I'm not a big turkey oh, fan. Damn. You wouldn't be. It's too dry. Good. Oh, too dry. You're too dry. Okay. <laughs> so when's the Thanksgiving up there uh, north of the border, Antonio? Oh, it happened. Bro, we already had this ours. Is like in we, like where, where, you had yours before us. 
Ours is like, I don't know. I think it's By like July. the second Monday of October or something. I July, we're giving thanks. They had to have theirs early before the snow comes in. Anyways, Canadians are weird. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got for you. Sign out, boys. Love you. Deuces. Love you. Board sucks and so does Norman. <laughs> Bye. That was a terrible-